Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. This is our new segment. We can actually make this one really brief. Um, it's not much that happened. Uh, apparently, Young Jeezy and uh, what's her name? Jeannie, not Jeannie Jones. What's the girl's name from? They got engaged. Jeannie Marie. Mm-hmm. Whatever her name is, they got engaged. We talked about Tory Lanez getting banned off of Instagram, so we don't have to talk about that. Um, apparently, 6ix9ine now is out of jail thanks to the coronavirus, and he instantly started trolling people on Instagram. So we'll yeah. see how long that lasts. Oh, he um, trolled the government. Oh, can we talk about NBA? He trolled the government in California. Yes. <laughs> well, that's how we get. So, um, okay. <laughs> gotta touch just two. So, um, number one, and Derek, I want to see how you feel about this, as well as you know, you two. Spike Lee says that Bill Cosby's A Different World jacked his School Days movie. Well, um, it kind of, kind of. No, and nah, nah. Not so much that it jacked it. It's just that um, the argument for the argument kind of could be that the first season, different world, is actually pretty whack. The first season before Debbie Allen took over, so 80, 87, when Denise was the center point, and mm-hmm. yeah, she had the roommate. Marissa May was a roommate. Uh, Sinbad wasn't there yet, so the first season is kind of quote-unquote vanilla you know for lack of a better word is very um dry very just not afrocentric like it became in the later seasons yeah the next year Mm -hmm. 88 debbie allen takes over it becomes more hip-hop more issue-based more afrocentric so Mm -hmm. school days school days came out in january 88 Different World of Season 2 started in September 88, so Spike kind of does have a valid argument per se, but I don't think it flat out like, you know, totally jacked the um, 
you know, premise because I can't recall Different World going that deep with the whole um, light skin, dark skin, you know. No, they, no, never. I mean, they, 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 like, they actually, like, with that, with Dwayne and Whitley, they actually pushed that. Like, hey, okay, it's okay to be like, you it's think okay they pushed to be dark, it dark I think, it, it, no, in a way they did, yes. Because you got to think about it, especially, especially with the fraternities and sororities, one sorority in particular, pink and green. But I'm saying, but they didn't even bring up sororities like that. No, no, I'm just saying, they they didn't bring up sororities, but it started that argument within the sororities. Because it's famously known that that one sorority had a paper brown paper paper bag test. And you could not join the sorority if you were a darker shade. But I'm of, saying though, what does that have to do with a different world? Like, I'm just saying, it, it, to me, it to me it, it opened that it opened that argument. I feel like a different world focused more on like the struggles of black college students at black see. colleges. It wasn't like really like talking about the so- social things like uh, but, colorism but and was, things like that. But that was because even even like Whitley's roommate, she was going to be a doctor and she was dark skinned. Nobody looked at her like, oh, she wasn't cute. I'm talking well, not so much. It wasn't so much in like profession. It was more so like relationship wise. Okay. I'm still trying to get the call. Like I'm reading Spike Lee's tweets about it. And- yeah, I don't see how it's even the same except the HBCU thing. That would be the only thing I could say. Like maybe. That idea, like, oh, maybe we should make a show about HBCU life, okay? But they didn't drag it because I see, I saw a different world, like, different from Spike Lee's thing was more like the inner workings in the black college, relatable to the black community. While a different world was like, this is what it's like when black kids go to college in black universities. Like, they meet these people, they develop these relationships. They go through the struggle, not, oh, my God, I'm already in the struggle. So I know the outside part, but it goes even deeper, like, oh, colorism and joining frats and fraternities and making sure that you're not a sellout. Like, you didn't really see that on a different world. So I don't see how Spike Lee could say that they jacked it because it was a totally different, like, viewpoint. You're, you're you're right on that because that's what school days that like the main <clears throat> really the main focus of school days was apartheid. Mm-hmm. And how and how black colleges were supporting apartheid because a lot of them were Lincoln was I know I know Lincoln was. A lot of a lot of schools were supporting uh, Lincoln was supporting it. Howard was supporting it. A lot of the big, a lot of the well known HBCUs were supporting were unknowingly, and for some schools knowingly supporting apartheid. And that was and that was the real gist of school days. Mm-hmm. And then it, it you know it went into you know how like. Joining a joining an organization, joining an organization led some, and even that is still true today. It leads some people to sell themselves out. So you know mm-hmm. that is 
like a lot of the themes of school days is still prevalent and relevant to even oh, yeah. today, 30, 32 years later. I mean, mm-hmm. even the whole thing with um, the whole thing with Julian and with um, Julian, how he did Jane, how he kind of told her, you know, you love me, you know, you you're gonna sleep with um, half pint. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, dude, really? Like, who does that? <laughs> like, and then she did it. it. He's like, no, you should have done it. Uh, now, you're, like you're, you. now you're a hoe and I ain't got nothing to do with you. And stuff like that is just like um, Q was saying, stuff like that still goes on today The where it's like, you know, somebody will tell a, I mean, both ways, you know, you'll have a young lady tell a guy, if you do this for me, like, you know, I'm, and then I'll give you some, or you tell a guy, you care about me, you know, do this for me. So, and I don't think Different World ever took it that no, they touched on, you know, the issues um, that were going on, you know, at the black, you know, black colleges. They touched on so different. Different world touched on touched on that aspect, and not in not in the world of fraternities and sororities, but in the world of sexual abuse on campus. Because there was a couple of episodes where it was. There was a couple of episodes where they touched on sexual assault on campus. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it wasn't, a, it, they didn't take it as deep as it or like focus on this is a problem in the in fraternities and fraternities and sororities, period. They touched on it on this is a problem on campus, okay. which mm-hmm. it still is today and it's even more prevalent today because of you know just think about the time 1988 there was no social media there was one phone in the residence there was one phone one phone in the dorm and like your late night greets had to be arranged when you went to class or was in the cast now you got now in the age of social media all you got to do is slide in someone's DMs you know or or, and now, especially, you know, wait to there's a party on, wait till there's a party on campus, or you having a party in your room, and you slip, a, you know, you're trying to get, you're trying to get a girl too drunk, or this, and then you're trying to take, and then you take it, and then some, some, taking advantage of the situation. That's what school days, not school days, that's what Different World touched on. That issue which is still prevalent even more so now than it was in nineteen in the late eighties and the early nineties. Dang y'all y'all expounded. Gee. Pretty spicy Maymay. Gotta get my soundboards back. So we are gonna go from Spike Lee to probably the worst news of the week. Ayala was it was it Ayana Mayweather? So yeah, Yana. <laughs> so Floyd Mayweather's daughter was arrested for stabbing one of NBA Young Boy's baby mamas. Now, if you don't know who uh, Floyd Mayweather is, he's a dude that he dances Throws a lot. Money in, I'm just saying, he just he dances a lot in his fights, and I've lost a lot of money betting against him. So, yeah, that that's who he is. But. Apparently, his daughter, who honestly, I didn't know she was dating NBA Youngboy. So NBA Youngboy is a rapper who they are dating. 
And she walked in and caught him with one of his baby moms and they were in the kitchen. So she grabs two knives and decides to stab her once. And then the girl like ran and then she chased after her and stabbed her again. Then after she stabs him, gets arrested, you know, gets the felony charge. The same day she gets out, she posted a $50,000 bail, right? After she posts bail, she goes right back to this man's house. Hey, Yana, get up. <laughs> I, I, I want to play this clip so bad, but it's like, yeah, like, hold on, let me see if I can. Please, please do. What, what are your feelings about, like, people doing stupid shit like this? Like, it's you never stab the baby mom, though? What, what were you thinking? It's never that deep. Like, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. This leaves the person. Actually, I can take that. I, you know what? I'm going to leave that out. I'm going to leave that out. Just know from experience. Just leave the person. Like, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's, just, it, it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. Now you have, a, now you have this charge. <clears throat> you have this charge. You're going to have this charge on your record for the rest of your life. Whether, she, whether she's convicted or not, and especially if she's acquitted, I already know Floyd's going to try to get these. He's going to get the rest of Sponge, whatever. All right, cool. But this is still a black stain because it's on the internet. The internet is forever. I'm still just trying to make sense of it. <laughs> Somebody who's about to have a daughter, me, I'm watching this. I'm like, oh, I swear to God, like, what? This is a lot. So I'm, I'm going to play the clip for y'all because this is ridiculous. From the motherfucking cell, nigga. The fucking nigga watching me fuck. Then when a nigga say, a nigga say, nigga say I cooperated. Bow, bow, pain, bow, 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 bow. What you stupid bitch? Huh? Bow, 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 my wife? Huh? Bow, my wife say, I got to get up. Get up. Come here. You talking about, you talking about this girl right now? My wife? You talking about my wife? Inside, inside my house that I paid for? Now a bitch ass daddy, nigga? Huh? <laughs> now a bitch ass daddy? I ain't never accepted not one thing from her in my life. Why? Because y'all be playing with me, bitch. Like I, like I need a girl for something. Nah, I give her anything she ever ask me for. I ain't never asked her for nothing. She bought me two pairs of shoes. I ain't, I ain't, I don't think I ever, wore, I don't think I ever wore a pair of them bitches, but, but with them black Chanel shoes. Huh? Tell me why this bitch ass nigga. Spoke on me from jail. Why the fuck you even watch me? You supposed to be a gangster though, but you watching me from jail. Man, you is a bitch. This nigga gonna say I cooperated with the I, I cooperated with the police. Man, you stupid bitch. Hey, you lucky I won't speak on that. Boy, you better stay in your place. These niggas hoes, man. These niggas hoes. Who you referring to? You referring to my wife? I'm talking about who in my bed right now? You bitch ass nigga. <laughs> I tell you only partner them get me, man. With your whole ass nigga. You must be sucking dick back there, man. Um Okay, so um does NBA Young Boy has a have an album coming out? Because this is clearly like this is clearly some some uh, an attempt at free pub uh, free pub. I was just really confused at the fact that he called Floyd Mayweather's daughter his wife. <laughs> Produce the marriage certificate. That's all I got. For marriage me. certificate. Produce the marriage certificate, you dumbass. Use a dumbass. 
I, I get it. We're all quarantined and we're at home and stuff like that. But what? No, well, one thing I'm a, not going to do is this. No, no. I'm not dumb. calling Floyd Mayweather, Mike Tyson, any UFC fighter, <laughs> anybody that I can know for a fact they've whooped other people's asses, so they're going to whoop mine. I'm not calling them bitch on Instagram Live who, if they're already sleeping with their daughter. Who? I'm not. Fuck all that. I'm not fucking with anyone whose hands are registered as deadly weapons. Whose hands? They're not a website. Not not a gun. Not a knife. Their hands are registered as dangerous and deadly weapons. Use a dumbass, fool. That's that young shit. Use a dumbass. Use a dumbass. Now, this might be my age like showing here, but if you've ever had beef with anybody, you had a problem with somebody, do you go on Instagram live or do you just like hit their phone like, yo, like, I, or is it like, just like having the audience like amp you up even more so when the confrontation actually happens? Somebody can be like, hey, um, yeah, we was there when he was talking his shit. Like, yes, that's all it is. Yeah, I mean, it's 2020, so it's a different, 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 different mindset and different, different times. And being that they're in the um, public eye, they know they can share stuff mm-hmm. and it'll, mm-hmm. it'll get a quick following. You know, you call somebody out, and if you know somebody's going to reply to you in a certain type of way, then you're going to. Do things, you know, do things to get that person to reply to you and bring more juice to your uh, to your own feet and to your own self. Like That's the whole thing it. with um, mm-hmm. Tank and Tyrese. Oh, yeah. How Tank called out Tyrese and everybody knows Tyrese is very, very extra and animated on social media. So naturally Tyrese, you know, responds and he even said it's like the only time you get replies on your Instagram feed is when I say something, because I have like you know a, a thousand plus more, or a hundred thousand plus more followers than you do. But I'm going to entertain you real quick, though. So this is what it is. You want it? You got it. Like, really? Like, you guys are in your forties. Like, why are y'all? Why are y'all talking? It's not need for all that. Just you know, be men. Pick up the phone. Call my. Let them know you got a problem with them. But you put everything on social media, where it's always gonna be there for likes or to, you know, sell an album or to get, you know, somebody to go buy your stuff. That's, you know, lame. And it's a cornball movement, in my opinion. That's why, and that's why, that's exactly why I said, does young boy have, does any of young boy have an album coming out soon? Because this is, this is, this is clearly a Felicity stunt. He's trying to get, he's trying to get pop because probably, and it's probably going to be a bonus track on his album, you gonna have a diss track on Floyd. Stupid, but whatever. I don't listen to the shit, mm-hmm. so don't. I don't. I really don't care. But this is this is clearly a pop stunt. I, I just, I really do not get it. I do not get. It. Hopefully, like they worked that out because I mean she's already got a felony now for stabbing somebody, um, which ties into this other story that we got to talk about before we talk about uh, Bernie Sanders to close it. Um, so, there's a young lady that also dated NBA young boy by the name of Bad Baby. So, <laughs> Bad ba- What the fuck is this girl's name? The girl's Bad f- Baby. I'm just calling the catcher outside kid. So, her. 
me. Catch me outside. So that girl apparently went on social media and posted a photo of her and she don't look the same. She Mm-mm. she don't look like her. And Twitter went fucking nuts. Let me let me see if I can share this on my screen so you can see it. So one would think that her name is Danielle Bergami. Whatever. This is what she looks like normally. I think she's about 16, 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Even on social media. That was mm-hmm. that she- now she looked like Trina. Like a knockout version. Yeah. Mind you, she's 16. Oh, here's a better comparison photo. That was her in 2019. This is her in 2020. Well, surgery is a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Which leads me to believe, I have to ask, is there, when you go to a doctor, when like these young ladies go to doctors to go get surgery and stuff like that, is there like a Kardashian package? Like, does it have like a name? Is like Egyptian Musk or something like it? It has to be. It has to be like Miami, you know, like the 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 what's the, the fucking show? Nip Tuck or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't get it, man. I some people like the complexion's completely off. Like, but can you call it black facing though? Like, is it black facing? Like, well, clearly she like. That, that's that's bleaching. Yeah. <laughs> that's bleaching. Yeah. Well, that that was that. Um, any quick takes that y'all have about Bernie Sanders dropping out? Um, I'm um, glad. He, I'm, I'm glad that he did because listen, listen. His coalition was only only going for thirty percent of the potential Democratic electorate. You cannot win a you cannot win a nomination, let alone an election. Going after thirty percent of the potential electorate. G- Bernie has great ideas. <clears throat> great ideas. As a progressive, I, I look. I'm all for it, but Bert, what, what Bernie did and what he did four years ago, his message became so toxic. Became mm-hmm. so toxic. It just like negated what he was to do. It, it, if it was it, if you were a Bernie supporter, it's I'm a Bernie supporter or I'm not. Like that's not the type of coalition we need right now. Right now we need to get we need to just get we just need to get that orange turd dick out of the White House. By any motherfucking means necessary. You were serious. By any motherfucking means necessary. Because the motherfucker is going to kill us all. But the you, what, do you do, go- what do you do in that like moment when you see on Twitter tweets like the one I'm about to read? So this tweet says, well, if not him, then who? Guess I won't be voting this fall. I don't what? care. Look, you got to listen. Listen, and, and I, read, I just read it. I just read an article on Daily Coast by uh, the fa- uh, the founder Marcos Melissus. Here's the stakes: Whoever wins in November will be choosing the successor for RBG. Do you want the Do you want the court to be a six three conservative majority, or do you want it to keep it five four? That way. 
whatever Biden tries to, whatever a Democratic-led Congress and a Democratic-led Senate tries to enact, and hopefully a Democratic-led White House tries to sign, do you want it to actually go into law? Or do you want a Democratic-led Congress uh, a House, a Democratically-led Senate, but this fucktard choose another conservative to push the court even further to the right? Mind you, mind you, RBG isn't the only octogenarian on the court. Stephen Breyer, who's on the left also, is 81 years old. So you have the potential of the shark, the shark dick choosing two more Supreme Court justices. Hmm. With, so think about that. A seven to two conservative court. Goodbye abortion. Goodbye ACA. Goodbye Goodbye, gay marriage. Goodbye, basically anything progressive that helps people like us. Wow. Think about that. And think and really think about that and really think about this choice you have in November. You want a seven two seven two conservative Supreme Court? Or do you want to keep it five four? And if Biden has to choose a successor for Stephen Breyer, you flipping it back to five. Well, you, well, you're still keeping it five four. So, you, uh, so think about this: a five four court, a five four conservative court, or a seven two, where basically everything that we have fought for for the last hundred years goes bye bye. And that's the argument that Mitch McConnell didn't do his job and. So that's the choice we have now. But so all you Bernie cracks that is like, well, I'm just going to sit home. And I ain't gonna, I'm not going to vote for I'm not gonna, like I'm either going to vote for Trump or I'm just going to sit, sit my ass at home. Do you want a five? Do you want a seven two majority, a seven two conservative majority? Or do you want to keep it five four? And we still have a chance for one of those conservative pricks to actually side with the liberals, with the liberal uh, meaning justices, and keep shit the, and keep shit the way it is and make things better. Mm. That's literally what's at stake now. You know, that's the thing that a lot of people don't really realize when it comes to um, voting, saying, you know, my, my vote doesn't matter and all that. I'm like, but your vote does matter. We are living, we are living in this age now because 105,000 people in this broken ass uh, electoral college system that we have swung the election to the orange fuck up. Yep. Your vote matters. There are consequences. Elections have consequences. We are living right now <laughs> in the age of, the, of this consequence where we as a country, even with a two-month head start on, prep, on prepping for coronavirus, was stuck in the fucking words, stuck in the fucking words, and now over 250,000 people are about to die. Yep. You know, half the stuff that people complain about, all that shit could have been avoided if you would just vote. Like, just vote. That's all you have to do is 
get out there and vote. And I mean, I, I guess for me as a um, being a veteran, you know, I, I still kind of have it see it from a different, you know, standpoint. But it's like Congress, Senate, your local stuff. That's where all the power is at. So you got to vote in every single election. If people would have voted, you know, when we could have flipped the um, the Senate, Trump would have been gone a long time ago. So, like, you can't complain about something if you aren't doing your part to vote. And these Bernie supporters, especially um, Sean King, who I lost a lot of respect for, is like, Sean, man, you're, you're in the public eye. You have a lot of power and a lot of swaying stuff. This stuff, like, like he was saying, like, oh, I'm not going to vote or I'm going to vote for Trump. Like, why would you do that? You see how much stuff is now? Why would you not vote or why would you vote for the other side just because Bernie didn't get the nomination when he never had a chance to win in no way? He was never going to get it. It was never going to... He ran a 30% campaign. He only campaigned <laughs> for 30% of the electorate, of the Democratic electorate. All these Bernie supporters are saying the process was rigged, the process was rigged, they set it up against them. No. Democratic Party just set up the debates. People love Bernie's message. They hated the messenger. It was it wasn't the message, it was the messenger. It was the messenger. His strategy was flawed from the beginning. Completely flawed from the beginning. Right now, we have a president. Asterisk impeached who doesn't has no shred of empathy, no shred of common decency. Lie as a pathological liar, a a uh, malignant narcissist, deranged, mental mentally diseased, and mentally ill. And you want this fucker to have four more years? To truly, to, to, to truly dismantle and end America as we know it? Hmm. Really? If it's that serious, I will, I will pull my money and, and buy your ticket out of the fucking country. <laughs> I'll crowdfund on, Go, on GoFundMe to get your ass out the fucking country. You don't need to be here. This election is literally life or death. Literally. That's the stakes. I go back again. Do you want a 7-2 conservative, far right conservative majority on the Supreme Court that erases every bit of gains, voting rights, Affirmative action, abortion, gay rights, educa- uh, uh, free and public education, the right to free speech, the right for the press to 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 the free freedom of the press, immigrants getting kicked out. Who's gonna feed you if there's no immigrant? If there, if there, if, if immigration is complete, if, if Trump's immigration plan goes through, 
Who's gonna feed you? Cause we ain't getting in the kitchen. We ain't we we ain't we ain't as a, I say I say we as Americans, mm-hmm. whether you're black, brown, or black, brown, or different or other color, we ain't getting in those fields. We ain't picking those crops and harvesting those crops. So who's gonna feed us? Who's gonna clothe us? Who's gonna educate us? Who's going to protect us? That's what's at stake. So what's your ending? Fuck fuck around if y'all want. This will be the fascist states of America if that motherfucker is reelected. Well, this is the part of the show that... Actually, no. We're not going to do dope. (laughs) Should we do what's bothering us? I feel like I'm bothered now. Actually, pretty fucking bothered. That's a lot. That was actually a lot. So. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. Derek, this is actually the part of the segment where we do what's bothering. <laughs> so I won't have a what's bothering me. Uh, Q's already basically told us what's bothering him. So Chris, Derek, what's bothering you this week? We'll start with Derek. No, see, Derek has nothing that's bothering him. <laughs> I think I spoke for everyone this week. Okay. I think I really did speak for everyone this week. <laughs> I really did. I have one. Okay, go Chris. Okay, so what's bothering me is people doing crazy shit for fucking clout of nobodies. Right now, it's a lot of clout chasing going on. And I just want y'all to remember that one day we won't be inside. And outside can't protect you. So keep talking that good old shit while we inside. But remember, one day we're going to have to come outside. Mm-hmm. Don't get caught slipping, bitch ass niggas. <laughs> we'll catch them at brunch, huh? Nah, I won't. I'm just saying. I've just seen a lot of drama going on. And I'm just like, y'all really talking big wild. They said uh, the other day in Chicago, it was like 21 shots fired. You think DC won't do the same? Shoot. No, people think shit is like really a game. I don't know. Like, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people talking mad reckless on Twitter. I'm like, oh, y'all think this shit just stops once you close your phone. Oh, this right. is. Right. Oh. No, it doesn't. Do remember, there will be a vaccine next year, but it will mm-hmm. be a vaccine. <laughs> That's it. So let me let me just end because I don't know if Derek is like still with he might have like dropped or something. But when is your estimated time this 
like will be over. Uh, August at the earliest. No, longest. <laughs> um, I'm predicting January 2021. Uh, with some now, Chris, you may be right. With there may be some easing of everything around August, but then as soon as, as soon as that happens, as soon as motherfuckers come out of their houses and get back to being within six feet of each other less than six feet of each other, the shit's going to break out again. And then we'll be right back here. So I'm saying, realistically, January or February. I'm saying, and I say that for my chosen line of work teaching, I don't expect us to be back in the classroom, doing classroom-based instruction until, I'm saying January, February, it may be March of 2021. God damn, Q, you want to stay home for hours. I don't want to stay home, Mm -hmm. but... That's literally the way that this is going. Remember, we don't have. I mean, the CDC just put out guidelines today about how you could work in social distance. So they trying to get that money back. How to? I'm sorry. I work in a profession where I can't social distance. Mm -hmm. You can't social distance inside of a school. Schools are germ factories. Germs are school fa- uh, schools are germ factories. How the hell am I social distance on the side of a school? Twenty five mm-hmm. students in a class. Twenty five. So what? Twenty five thirty students in a class. What do you do? Like right now, it is what April eighth. What uh-huh. will we do? May, June, July, going forward mm-hmm. up until twenty twenty one. Everybody's going to be at home doing work from home and stuff. I feel like social- yes. <sighs> If anybody's working at that point, because I mean, how do companies, even like my own, like legal, like stuff like that, how do they welcome, welcome to the new normal? Like this the coronavirus is exposing a lot of shit, a lot of a lot of America's um, one insecurities, two in, in inequities. Welcome to the new normal. Shit's about to change, and it's about to change big. I'm sorry. They they already pushed back my James Bond movie and he pushed back a quiet place too. Welcome like, uh, again. Welcome to keep having this shit go. Welcome to the new normal. Welcome to the new normal. You see what's happening in you see what's happening in Japan now. You see what's happening even in China. The 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 draconian lockdown that they had in Wuhan actually bring it they're bringing it back now because they ended it they let people get back together. The shit starts. The shit starts spreading again. Um, Derek, what about you? How long do you? 2021. That's when we'll be back. <laughs> when is it? When there's a vaccine. Derek, how do you feel? I'm thinking the fall, but um, either way, things are totally changed now. I don't see stuff like ever like fully going back to normal for years. It's going to be totally. How nine eleven was years to come. Mm-hmm. Things are going to be like different for a while, and it's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets better. We haven't even seen the worst of what's what's really going to happen just yet. I mean, I pray that it doesn't get to the point to where you know it's looting and yeah, that'd be wild. <laughs> it, 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 I, I, I hate, I, you know. I'm not trying to be the alarmist. Um, things being different for a while, 
things are going to be different permanently. This is a this is a this is a world changing event. World changing, not just country changing, not just economic changing. This is a world changing event. The world the the the, the world is going to be ten times different on a permanent basis after we are done with this. And I guarantee you, and I and I can say I am not here to start a conspiracy theory, to talk about conspiracy theories, but the next epidemic is coming. Because this shit's gonna morph. It's gonna morph. You said that, morph. It, it's gonna morph. It's gonna morph, it's gonna evolve and it's gonna be and it's gonna be ten and it's Something's coming down the pike that's going to be ten times worse. This, look, look at the, the the hurricane predictions. The hurricane for the, for this for this year's hurricane season just came out. They're talking about 13, 13 hurricanes. Seven, six to seven up, six to eight, six to nine of them will be major here in, just here in the Atlantic. How would that even work? Social distancing with hurricanes? No, no, no. I'm just no. I'm not even social distancing. I'm just talking about like this climate change. We're about to, we're already dealing with a world disaster right now, and it's even more on a grand scale here in the United States because Orange Dick didn't 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 put the process in place to properly prepare us for this. Now, just imagine when a natural, another natural, another natural disaster ha- happens. Remind you, our PPE and na- our national stockpile literally right now is issuing the, fi- the final, its last remaining N95 respirators, surgical masks, and other supplies. Just think if, not even if, when a natural, another nat, a natural disaster happens, whether that be an earthquake, a, another one of those big wildfires, you know, that happens every year in California, a hurricane, a strong hurricane, like a, like a Katrina or a Hurricane Harvey or Hurricane Maria hit or Hurricane Dorian hits the United States. Or insert natural disaster here. A major, another a major flood. Think about when that happens. Or say it gets really hot over the summer, and we have this huge drought. We have and we have drought over major areas of the country. CQ is Jeff Goldblum and uh fucking Independence Day. No, I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm like, wait. Welcome <laughs> to the this like this. What what normal used to be is gone. We got to We are we are building an airplane while that plane is in the air. Uh, I'm not ready. Um, Welcome to the new normal. Well. Q, that is our, you know, resident conspiracy theorist. I am not. I am not <laughs> expounding any conspiracy theories. I'm just speaking the truth. I'm speaking through science. Not, I'm speaking through science. Well, we, we have to give Derek the floor. So, Derek, you know, even though this is to close out the show, 
I wanted you to like tell the people about the site and what you do as a you know person who does publish criticisms of not just film but anything because you've done interviews like with everyone. So here's the floor. I think Derek went to sleep. <laughs> My bad. We're going again. This is uh, Derek Dunn, entertainment reporter. My website is reviewsanddone.net. Again, that's reviewsanddone.net. So the site started back in January of this year. Movie reviews are on there, concert reviews, a couple of um, interviews. I have a lot more interviews that are done that I just got to publish those. I interviewed um, Stokely from In Condition, interviewed yeah. Q Parker from 112, interviewed uh, Kareem Grimes. He plays Preach on All-American. Interviewed Bobby Valentino, Eric Roberson, and I'm waiting to hear back from a few other um, few other people. So they've all been um, good interviews, so look for those in the near future. And check the site out. Again, it's reviewsanddone.net. And the last name is done. D-U-N-N. Not the word done. Okay. I just got one question for you. If you had a top five people that you could interview right now and you could only discuss the film world, who would the five people be? Uh, Dead or Alive would be John Singleton, Spike Lee, Roderick Johnson, um, Denzel, and probably Will. Okay. That's a good five. That's good a good five. five. I like that five. I really like, I like that good five. Like that I like five. that five. That would be a, that would be, that would be, that would some deep, interesting conversations with those five. Since you mentioned John Singleton, I know we, we got to get up out of here, but how do you feel like snowball? I'm sorry, not snowball. Snowfall. How do you think that's going to end? You know, I actually don't watch Snowfall, but um, it's on the list. But given that given that he produced that, and given that um, it's based kind of based on what he experienced growing up, it might end with old boy, you know, becoming a filmmaker or you know, getting out the game. Who who knows? Okay. All right. Well. I will go with that. Obviously, you'll be back for another episode. We'll probably just talk nothing but, you know, but film. You know, we have homework to do. I'm not watching Blood, what is it, Blood Nose, Bloodshot. I'm not watching that shit again. <laughs> I refuse to watch that. Um, we got another year until the next Vin Diesel movie comes out. I don't think The Rock or Kevin Hart have anything coming out this year, luckily. So I'm safe on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, uh, where can they find you guys on social media so we can get up out of here? Yeah, you can find me at Chris Cash DC on Instagram and at Viva La Marie on Twitter. Yeah, find me on Twitter at QDZ1906. Maybe I need to change my name to conspiracy theorist. I don't know. <laughs> no, I am not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just speaking the truth. So you can find me on Twitter at QDZ1906. And one more time. Instagram, for this shit sucks. Instagram is still on. Instagram is under construction, but the official Instagram is at reviews and done, and Twitter is done reviews. 
And then Facebook just Derek down email. You'll see the big headed black guy. Looks like Lloyd Banks. That's the uh, that's the Instagram. I mean, the, I'm sorry, the Facebook. All right, guys, you can follow us all at Young Black Pod on every single platform. You can email us at youngblackpod at gmail.com. Hopefully, this episode will be out before for happy hour on Friday. We will see you then. And until next week, we will holler.